Hello everyone, before we get started, don't forget to subscribe, click on that notification bell, like, dislike, share, comment, let us know what you're thinking. You could also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Now, today, on the Angel of Words podcast, we have the owner of Beauty Holics Med Spa, Miss Andrea Shaw, on deck on the Angel of Words podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Angel of Words podcast. I'm your host, Angel of Words, and today we'll be talking about a subject I know absolutely nothing about, beauty. So to help us here understand how to keep ourselves beautiful, we have the owner of Beautyholics Med Spa, Miss Andrea Shaw. Hello, Miss Shaw. Thank you for joining us today on the Angel of Words podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me as well. Now, Miss Shaw, what mm-hmm. what was your motivation behind starting this uh, Beautyholics Med Spa? And can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. So I've always had a passion for skincare. Um, you have I great skin, young. by the way, from what I see on the on the Zoom. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so makeup free. This okay. is my first taste, everybody. Okay. Okay. So I've always had always have a passion for beautification of the skin. I just feel like, especially your face, that's the first thing people see, and you should have flawless skin. Like, there's no excuse for not having flawless skin. Um, so, my passion for that, I've decided that, okay, I need to take a step to get in my license so I can actually help people to have beautiful skin. So, I decided to go back to school. I went to school, got my license, and after school, I decided that I wanted to open my own business. And here I am today, the owner of Beautyholics Med Spa. Now, that's a big deal, Andrea. You know, like you said, that's the, that's the first thing that, that people notice. And they judge you straight off the rip on that. You know, can you discuss some of the specialties that, that you, you know, that you offer and things that you actually, you know, engage in when you're actually performing these services for people? Sure. So I do um, facial treatments, uh, both in male and female i must say you know i offer my services to male as well um my facial treatments will be i do like chemical peels microdermabrasion dermaplaning um i also do waxing full body wax wherever you want to wax if you want to get a brazilian underarm leg i do that as well i do body contouring you want to get that swim summer for the summer you can come to me i have my swimming machine cavitation i need a lot of body contour i might come holla at you yeah (laughs) yeah you don't want to undergo surgery you don't have the time to you know go do surgery and you know you want to just get that fat shrink then you know i'm here for you also i do intimate bleaching 
Sometimes we get hyperpigmentation under the underarm, the elbows, the knees, between the legs, anal area, vaginal area. So I, I do bleach those areas. Oh, okay. no. You serious? Wow. Do you get a lot of porno <laughs> stars coming your way? It's, it's, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I just oh. heard that they do that. That's so I have no, you know what I mean? I like that. I know firsthand, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Wow. Okay. Different services. This to everyone. I mean, I didn't know that. Wow. So this is a really not, you know, all, all kidding aside, though, like this is really serious. You offer vast array of services. Like you could literally be busy all damn day, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so how's business? You know, I'm not going to open a business and offer this one service. Not every day somebody's going to come in and be like, I want to do a facial. You know, my, I have clients who they come in, they're like, oh, you know, I'm getting my underarm wiped. And they're like, oh, I didn't know you do facial. I want a facial. Then you're like, oh, you know what? I have some stubborn cellulite on my legs. Can you get rid of those? I'm like, of course, you're the right face. So, it's like, you could come in and you get like four or five services done. Wow, that's amazing. Now, Andrea, you know, there's a lot of people that suffer with skin problems. I suffered with skin problems as a child. I had to go see a dermatologist. You know, now, how do you diagnose who needs what? Like, you know, what are some of the questions that you ask some of your clientele when they come through and they're trying to help, you know, trying to uh, get help from you and your services? Okay, so pretty much, say, for instance, a young lady comes in and she want to get a facial, I have a 60-minute customized facial. So my first step is I have my form, you know, because you know your skin more than anyone. Like, of course, I'm the skincare therapist. I'm going to take a look at your skin. But you're the one that sees your skin every day. So, of course, you're, you know more. My job is to investigate. My job is to ask you questions. And based on how you answer those questions, then I can do a skin analysis. So basically, I would do a skin analysis based on your form. Say a young lady comes in and she has very dry skin. One of the questions I'll ask that contributes to dry skin would be smoking. Do you smoke? You know, so I do a little investigation um, when I begin my 60-minute facial, what I do first is do a double cleanse on the skin, get rid of all that dirt, debris, grease, make sure your skin is completely clean. And then I have what's called a magnifying lamp with a light. And that's what I use to take a close-up look at your skin. I can That light will give me an up-close look at your pore size. Say if you have large pores, that's an indication of you having oily skin. Small pores is indication of you having dry skin. Lines across the forehead mean you're dehydrated. So we take a close-up look, investigate the skin, and then we give you a treatment according to your skin type. I have products that's formulated for oily acne skin i have products for extremely dry skin i have products for sensitive skin so it depends on again the type of skin you have i'll treat you according to your skin type if you have oily skin of course i won't use a a moisturizer that's oil based 
I'll more use a water-based moisturizer because we already have more oil and we don't want to add more oil to the skin because adding more oils means I can possibly clog your pores. Clogging your pores means breakup and we don't want that. Wow, you're like the guru of skin. Did you have skin problems growing up yourself? Is this something that, that is at the essence of, uh, you know, why you're doing what you're doing now? Actually, my skin wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst, to be honest. Okay. But, you know, so, I'm out here helping people to, you know, have beautiful skin. And, you know, I feel good when I see somebody comes in with a problematic skin. I'm like, okay, this is a new challenge for me, and I'm going to help you. Do you see that? How does it make you feel when you see the look on their faces and they feel better about themselves? How do you feel at your core? It makes me feel very good. And you know what? I try to please every single client that walks through my door because when they leave here, please, guess what? They're going to tell a friend and a friend is going to tell a friend. And, you know, that's business for me. So I'm doing well by helping them. You know, they leave here happy. I'm going to be happy at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, you know, everybody's always says, you know, beauty is only skin deep. But, you know, if you, some people can't look at themselves in the mirror. So I was like, yo, if you can't even look at yourself in the mirror, there's issues, you know, like there's something yeah. that you have to fix. And I'm glad like there's people out there like you that can at least, you know, help boost somebody's, you know, self-esteem at least a little yeah. bit. You know, because, yeah. you know, it's, you know, sometimes it could be just baby steps, just getting a good skin treatment, you know, yeah. getting a good mm -hmm. facial, you know, m making yourself, you know, get rid of your blackheads like that's the all that stuff can be important now andrea in terms of like facials right every time i think of facials and things of that nature i think about that sex in the city episode where samantha has a red face at the gown with carrie and she's going she's going a wall now you know when it comes to facials you know what what is like one of the more important things that people should know when it comes to facials and and that lets you know that you're getting a quality facial okay so i use the the best product, I use a professional skincare line. Um, they're really good. I use them when I was going to school, and that's why I continue to use them in my business right now because you will see results in just one facial. Like when somebody gets up off my treatment chair and they go and look in the mirror, I'm waiting to hear, wow. My skin looks brighter. My skin feels smoother. And that just makes me absolutely happy because in one treatment, you see a difference. That's a big deal. Now, Andrea, you know, there's people that really have bad skin. And, you know, they go to dermatologists, they can't get a remedy for it. You know, they, they don't know if it's something they're eating. You know, they don't know if it's something they're drinking. You know, to those people out there, you know, have you ever dealt with them first? And number two, have you been able to help people of that nature that have dealt with those okay, situations? Okay, so pretty much what I tell my clients that are like have really problematic skin is there's two types of elements to having bad skin that I have, I can't treat, but I can control is hormonal. I can't change your hormones. Your hormones, it's hormonal. If you have acne, it's hormonal. We can control it though by you getting consistent treatment mm -hmm. um, and genetics. Those two elements 
we can't, we can control them. We can't treat it. We can control it. And I tell my clients that have really problematic skin, hey, make sure you keep up with this facial treatment because consistency is key. A facial is recommended every two weeks and you need to be consistent. You can't come once per month, once in a while. It has to be something that you're going to continue to do. And also another important part of your facial treatment to get in the skin you want is home care. Home care is very important as well. When you leave here, I have to recommend you, I have to prescribe products to you that when you go home, you continue with the treatment. So it's not just once every two weeks you come and get your face professionally cleaned and treated, but you have to be maintaining at home as well. So this is something where you really have to invest in yourself. You have to, as a person, like, you know, it's a two-way street. Like, I'm giving you things that could help remedy the situation, but you have to be willing to invest in yourself monetarily and also taking care of yourself at home. So you can't be, you know, on the on the cheapskate tip when it comes to things of this nature because this is serious. And if you if you want to take care of it, this is what you're going to have to do. And so I see it. Everybody's priority. If, if your skin looking beautiful in your yeah. face, that's the priority for you. Then, you know, you're going to invest. If your priority is to, you know, go get dressed up and your skin is looking not so beautiful, you know, that's up to you. So. Somebody has to make that decision and commit to, you know, getting the skin they want. Now, Ms. Shaw, the coronavirus pandemic has led to a lot of people being stressed out, a lot of anxiety. Do you have any, um, like, treatments for people that are going through anxiety and stress? Um, No, I don't. What I can say is, or what do you recommend for people that are going through that then? You can come in, relax for one hour and, you know, lay down in my nice treatment bed and, you know, get a nice facial. A facial is relaxing. And as an esthetician, one of the compliments a client gives you indirectly is to fall asleep on that treatment table. When my clients fall asleep, I'm very happy. That means they're in a nice space, they're nice and comfy, and they're enjoying their treatment. Now, what would you tell anyone that's trying to get into this business? You know, because you seem to like it. You seem to be passionate about it. You seem to be in love with it. I'm feeling the energy is oozing over the Zoom call. You know, like what (laughs) would you tell someone that wants to, you know, go that route? Go for it. Go for it. Make sure you have a passion for it. And, you know, one of the things I want to touch on is try to be diverse. Like, I I don't only cater to the African-American community, but I am diverse. Any skin type walks through my door, I'm ready for them. And... Whoever is going into this field, they need to be open-minded about that. You're catering for all skin types, the darkest to the lightest. Now, it's it's great that you mentioned that because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you are originally from Jamaica, right? Yeah. You know, so, you know, 
it it is so empowering to see you know especially during the times right now where a lot you know a, a lot of immigrant communities are getting bashed you're coming over here from Jamaica and then you know shout out to everybody in Jamaica you know not only in Queen Jamaica Queens but in Jamaica itself and uh, but no you know you came over here and uh, you know you've been able to become an entrepreneur so you have like these two things going on. You're a female entrepreneur. You're empowering women to start their own businesses. And you're also, you know, a, 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 you know, a first, you know, not even the, the first people from your country to come over here, you know? So, you know, how does that make you feel when you're, when you're setting these presidents? I'm very proud of myself. I've made the sacrifices. Like, listen, I, to get to where I'm at right now, it was a lot of work. Some days I'm discouraged, but I kept on moving because I knew what the end result was going to be, and I moved towards it. I've had mornings where, because I don't know if I mentioned earlier, I had a full-time job, and I was going to school full-time. So I would get off my job some, day, some mornings at like 1 a.m. By the time I get home, it's 2 a.m. I have to get up at 6 a.m., be at school by 9 a.m., and it was... It was a lot of work, and I pulled through for those six months. I pulled through. You pulled through, and you become, like, you know, this amazing professional. You started your own business. You know, when, when, when you look back at where you started, first of all, could you discuss a little bit of what it was like, you know, growing up in Jamaica and the dreams that you had as a child growing up there? Did you ever see yourself reaching this point as a kid? As a kid, you know, growing up, we have always heard that, you know, America is this big, nice place that you want to be. I mean, I didn't care much for America. I just know I was happy as a little island girl growing up. And when I, as I got older, you know, I, I've had family that migrated and, you know, of course they would tell you like, you know, come to America. By the time I went through high school, right after finishing high school, I've had, I had like my grandmother living here, my aunt, a few, quite a few family members living in New York. And they were like, you know, we put in some paperwork for you and, you know, it's time for you to leave Jamaica. And I was like, okay, so, you know, I guess this is going to be a new adventure for me. At first, when I came here, I was homesick. I was living in Brooklyn, New York, and, you know, the transition was real. It, it was different, you know. Jamaica is just this little island filled with happy people. And here in America, it's like you have all these responsibilities. And it's, it's a complete different ballgame, complete different completely different and by the way i visited jamaica two weeks ago i haven't been to jamaica in seven years and it was wow. absolutely beautiful it was nice to be back home <laughs> <laughs> did it feel better going back as an entrepreneur this time oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know, I, I just want to point this out angel yeah with this field skincare therapist there's always new products coming out, new ways of doing things. And I just want to say, I wouldn't look at myself like I'm completely there yet. I'm going to always be educating myself. I will always be, you know, whether it be webinars, in-person meetings, I'm always going to 
keep educating myself because as a skincare therapist, you can't know too much. There's always something new to learn. And, you know, and, and that's great because, you know, sometimes I always tell people, you know, you got to find those type of professions because you could be caught in a profession where you're not really learning much. And that, you know, I, I, over a course of time, it may make you feel empty. You know, I've had jobs like that myself where I'm like, man, what am I doing? You know, it's like I'm not learning anything new. So, you know, it must be great. And, you know, what what advice or what, what kind of motivational words would you give to anyone, you know, from your upbringing or anyone that's interested in, you know, in becoming an entrepreneur? You know, what would you tell them, you know? I would say, you know, first thing I want to say, without a vision, I had a vision. And that was key. Me having a vision, I knew where I was going. I didn't just, okay, I'm going to be going to school, finish with school, and don't know where I'm going. I had a vision that very first day when I sat in that classroom, I knew what I wanted, and that kept me going. Because I've had days when I'm tired, I'm sick, you name it, I'm stressed out, and I kept pushing. If you have that dream, you have that passion, you know you have that vision and you go towards it, you definitely get there. You have to Did be you consistent. Have... Go ahead. No, you have to be consistent. No, no, no. You were making a great point. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, this one. You have to be consistent. You have to really be dedicated. Dedicated, that's key. Dedicate yourself and passion. That's number one. If you're not passionate about it and you just want to go do it because somebody else is doing it, then, you know, that's not enough motivation to push yourself, especially if you're under pressure, like me that have a full-time job, job and I have to balance that out. And, you know, there really has to be some passion there to keep motivated and keep going. Did you have anybody around you that was trying to, you know, stir you away from this situation? You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, everybody always has these these stories of people that, you know, that have hated, not hated, but have thrown shade or have not been supportive. You know, like, how were you able to handle that? Because I know that okay, always happens so, on your way up. So, so you know what I did? What did you I do? I blocked all those people out. They didn't exist. From you the moment the I walked, from, from the moment I decided to go on this change in path or career, I decided that anything negative that was coming my way was going to be shoved to the side and blocked out completely. You know, and I appreciate that. And, you know, that's actually a big, big, like, uh, underlying theme in American culture right now, too, this cancel culture. But I always tell people, don't you... Wise people always tell you, cut people off that aren't working for you. You have to cancel situations. You have to cancel people. You have to cancel things that aren't good for you. You know, it, it, it can be a positive thing. You know, I think that there, people are really misconstruing right now what's happening. Like, canceling things can be good if you're trying to make it to a goal. Because sometimes mm -hmm. you need to do that. And you would agree yep. with that, right? Yeah. Now, when it comes to the coronavirus pandemic, Andrea, like, you know, because I'm sure that people that are, are, are listening right now and are interested in, 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 in you providing a service for them, they're wondering about the sanitary conditions of your place. Now, could you really could you go a little bit into detail of the of the of the things that you do to make sure that you're running a top notch operation? Yeah, 
Okay, so even before this whole pandemic, we've always in the course it's called infection control, and that's a big thing as an esthetician. You have to practice infection control, which means, you know, between each of my clients, I give myself enough time to disinfect my bed with the appropriate disinfection. Um, I sterilize my comedone extractor to my tweezer. Um, everything is pretty much disinfected between each client that walks in. I do strictly appointments. I have no one bumping into each other. Of course, a facial, you can't really wear a mask with a facial, but, you know, I wear my mask and a face shield for the most part. So we, we are both protected during the service. And uh, pretty much just clean, clean, clean. Make sure everything is clean. And okay, so only the person getting a service can come in. I don't do any extra guests right now. If you're not here to do a service, then, you know, you can't be hanging around. There's, of course, that's extra exposure for myself and my other clients. So no loitering, in other words. Don't no. be loitering at the nope. spot. <laughs> appointment to come. Don't come earlier for your appointment because I cannot, I don't have the space to accommodate you, especially if I'm servicing another client. We don't need people to be bumping into each other, you know, because my client may be leaving and they didn't get a chance to put their face mask on. I would have a client in the waiting area. They happen to not have their face mask on. That's an issue. So nobody's bumping into each other right now, strictly by appointment. Me and my client, that's it. Now, could you discuss any, like, the hardships that you endured opening a business a little bit for the people out okay, there that may so, be interested you know, in opening one? I'm working by myself. Of course, I have to, like, pretty much figure out everything. Um, restocking, stocking up for what I need. I mean, I, I didn't get a loan because I opened, I came up with I wanted to open before the pandemic the pandemic came and I'm like okay what do I do now and I'm like you know what the pandemic that gives me time to really properly stop my business get my facial bed my steamer my color warmer my wax warmer my wax supplies Everything is a possible thing of, and you know, I have my book as a guide from school. I use that to, and I said to, I sat down one day and I'm like, okay, in a spa, what are some of the things that you need in a spa? And I'm like, okay, I know the first thing I need is something for my client to be comfy on. And I got my nice facial bed and then I'm like, okay, so I need towels. I, you know, and I, I, I sat there and I brainstormed all the things that I need and my first client came in you know and you know I, I want to shout her out if you want to get your hair done Tammy Hair Studio 
she's amazing. She was actually my first client that came in and, you know, she made videos of her whole facial experience and people trusted her. And they said, let's give her a try. And, you know, business been going well since. And, you know, I'm really proud of myself because not only did I get clients that come once, they came twice and they, they, come, they came again. And I'm like, I know I'm doing something good because if I wasn't, they wouldn't be coming back. There's a lot of places, a lot of options they have in Queens or even if they wanted to go to Brooklyn and they came to me and that meant something to me. Now, when you got that first client, were you excited or were you relieved? Was it you a sense what? of relief or I a sense of excitement? I was excited and I was nervous. And I, you know, I said to her, you know, I'm open for constructive criticism and just tell me what, look around and tell me what you think I need to improve on. Like, and she was like, your place looks very clean, very nice, looks good, do your thing. And I felt good. Well, that's what's up. All right, Jamaica's finest. We'll reach that point in the show where we're going to play five words with Angel. All right, Andrea, are you ready to play Five Words with Angel? Uh-huh. All right, cool. Now, five, five Words with Angel today, I'm going to say a word or a phrase, and you're going to give me the first word that comes to your mouth. I mean, all right, to, uh, to your head. Excuse me. First word is Jamaica. Beautiful. All right. Second word, dance hall. Five cartel. All right. <laughs> Third word, facials. Beautiful. All right. That's what's up. Fourth word, one of my favorite things in the whole wide world, oxtails. Ooh, Jamaican food. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Mr. Bob Marley. Marijuana. <laughs> Oh, my God. Andrea, thank you so much for being on the Angel of Words podcast. And before we head out, please, you know, if you can, give a, give a message to everybody out there in Jamaica, however you want. But also give a message out there to everybody listening all over the world because they are, you know, let them know where to find, your, you know, where to find them, the, the uh, Beauty Holics Met Spa. Let them know everything you want to let them know before we before we end the podcast. Okay. So, again, my Instagram page is beautyholics underscore med spa. You can book there, check out my videos, check out my photos. If you have any questions, you can always DM me and, you know, I'll be there for whatever questions you have. Um, I'm located in Laurelton, Queens, New York. So whenever you're ready for a nice facial, I'm right here for you. Um, I just want to say to everyone that's, you know, going towards the career, just keep pushing. There's going to be a lot of obstacles in the way. Just keep pushing. Well, Ms. Shaw, really, thank you so much for being the epitome 
of a strong human being who never let, who never gave up on their dreams and continue hustling. You know what I'm saying? You are, you know, just a testament to what the United States is all about, man. If you want to make things happen, you go out there and make things happen no matter what. And, uh, I really wish you the best, and you will be seeing me go get my first facial. So everyone in the audience, we're going we're gonna to Facebook Live that or do something of that sort. So don't forget uh-huh. to, uh, you know, continue following Beautyholics Med Spa on Instagram. And, uh, you know, go, go get yourself beautiful, man, with Miss Andrea Shaw. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have, have a, a good nice night. Right, have a good night. You too. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed my interview today with Miss Andrea Shaw, owner of Beauty Holics Med Spa. And don't forget to follow her on her social media. And if you need those facials and you want to get beautiful, go visit her at her shop. Now, you know where to find me on YouTube. It's Angel of Words ENT. You could also follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, at the Angel of Words Podcast. And if you want to follow me on social media, it is at Angel of Words ENT. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Talk to you later.